Napa know-how. It's Love Your Car Month at Napa. And to show your car the love, get a Napa bucket for $2.99 and save 20% on almost everything you can fit inside, like car wash, car wax, and tire shine. So save some cash and look good doing it by getting 20% off with the Napa bucket. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. Minimum three items may not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 4 30 19. What is up everybody? This is G Marie coming to you live in full effect with G Marie Taught Me, the podcast. Unscripted, unfiltered, unapologetic. Today's episode is Dating for Dummies 101 Part 2, um, episode 23. So first and foremost, I want to thank everybody for kicking it with me and listening to the show, for following me on social media and uh, standing up to date, sending me emails, telling me how much you guys love the show. Um, and just, you know, give me your input. So today I have another guest. Yay. I'm so excited about this. I think this is my, you're my third guest. Okay. Yes. My okay. third guest. So I am, I'm, I'm, yep, I'm starting to have fun now with this. Uh, I started, when I started out the podcast, it was just me. You know, I didn't have any content planned out. I didn't know where I was going with the podcast. I was just like, okay, we just gonna start it and see what happens. So, without further ado, I would like to introduce my homegirl, Erin. Hey, guys. Hi. Yay. I'm so excited. Yay. So, yeah. So, you actually, it was funny because I made a post. You hit me up and you was like, oh, my God, I got to come on the show. And I'm like, bring your ass. I, I wasn't mean, ready for dating one-on-one. Hey, it's okay. She it's, like, the topic is dating for dummies. And I'm like, girl, but I'm the dummy. That's dating. <laughs> so this well, must be intervention. Okay. Honestly, I, I think this episode just might be an intervention because, um, like you said, you're like, I feel like I'm the dummy. I feel like I'm the dummy. Okay. When it Good. comes to dating. So, so dummies that's dating is yes. the topic of the that's, show. That's exactly. <laughs> that's how I feel. Exactly. So, um, the last time we did dating for dummies, my homeboy, his name is the essence. He's a, um, he's a rapper. Well, I would have to actually, I can't even call him a rapper because he's really, really good. So he's a lyricist, okay. he's a storyteller. And, um, he did the first dating for dummies. He was actually my first guest on the show. He was shocked because he didn't know he was the first guest, but that's how you surprised them. So there it is. But, um, but yeah, so this is part two. I kind of wanted to continue the conversation and, uh, I do have one other person I definitely want to bring on the show for part three, uh, just to get the male's point of view. So I'll, we'll, we'll work it out. But yes, so Dating for Dummies uh, 101 part two. Let's talk about it. So um, as you guys know, I've talked about my shitty dating life, or should I say my very uh, bipolar mm-hmm. dating life. Um, right now, I am dating somebody. Okay. And things are actually going well. Um, I've been keeping it very private only because, you know, I just want to see where everything goes. I'm not rushing anything. I'm not, you know, overthinking. I'm just enjoying the moment. But you had mentioned something uh, before we started recording about uh, dating with purpose. And I want you to kind of, you know, first off, 
introduce yourself you know tell us who you are um what do you do like you know things that you like just general shit and then we can definitely get into you know what made you decide to start dating with purpose gotcha uh so aaron r green hey guys you can follow me at uh circa 1989 on instagram or your fave cousin which is on twitter um, I am an MBA candidate right now at Wayne State McGillish School of Business. Yes, I currently work for a chemical productions and manufacturing company. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I do. I don't have time for a lot of hobbies besides traveling from time to time. Honestly, I just uh, read a lot for school, work a lot for work, and that's pretty much my life. Yeah, so dating with purpose came when I started trying to figure out what my purpose was in life. And um, I was looking for like, well, I am looking rather for like a partner. So before when I was a little bit younger, I would be, you know, I was dating for fun, which is a completely different thing than me dating with a purpose. And um, what I told you before we even started was that the funny part is, is that once I decided I wanted to date with a purpose, date for a marriage, date for a partnership, I, st I stopped dating almost entirely. Like, and it wasn't my intention. It was just like... These are the things that I can deal with. These are my deal breakers. These are not my deal breakers. I can work with you on this. I can work with you on that. Um, but I more so started looking inwardly to like fix the pieces of myself that were out of order. Like started going to therapy, started trying to like put myself together as a whole purpose. Cause I definitely believe in the law of attraction. I believe you attract what you are. You know, you can't be looking for this man that's all, he hitting this, 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 and this, and you can only fulfill three parts of your side. It's like, you gotta make sure you in alignment with the man that you even wanna attract to begin with. So that's basically what we talked about is the difference between dating for purpose and dating just to have fun and what the rules are that like garners both of them. Wow. That is really deep. Um, well, that, thank you everybody. That was our show. <laughs> no, because um, I'm so glad that you brought that up. I think I might've talked about that on, hmm, I can't remember what episode it was, but I, I think I had reached a point in my dating life where I felt exactly how you felt like, you know what? If I am going to attract the right mate, then I need to make sure that I am the right mate that I am trying to attract. Yeah. So again, you know, realigning myself. Yeah. Uh, whether it's um, doing something as simple as drinking more water, exercising, reading more, mm -hmm. um, personal professional development, uh, going to church more, you know, meditation, yoga, therapy, all of that stuff, and when there well unfortunately there was a, an unfortunate event there was somebody that i was dating and um we actually grew up together and he passed away he was on his way to my house and yeah, died in a car accident so yeah so it was it was really unfortunate and i think that was when i started dating myself um in that moment i realized okay obviously you know that's done for and it messed me up for a while but then like you said, like eventually when I realized, okay, the, the type of person that I want to date or at least be around, um, I need to make sure that I'm even ready for him to come into my life. Ooh, so child, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so what is it that I need to do? And eventually I started dating myself. So mm -hmm. I'm glad that you brought that up. Like I started taking myself out, whether it was to the movies or out to eat. Um, whining and dining myself, yeah, and just finding out the things uh, that I like and I don't like about dating myself. Yeah, so. I think a lot of times we get so busy and so caught up in our lives and pressing for that next chapter 
that I really had to take a, a moment to reintroduce myself to myself and say, who have you become? You know what I'm saying? Like, who is this person that you've become? Do you like her? You know, it, are the you think you might be this person in your head, but what are your habits, your daily habits saying about yourself? Yep. How does uh, the way that you speak, the way that you portray yourself, how friendly you are, how you network, like what does that actually say about you versus what you think about yourself? Absolutely. Take your ego out of it and then decide who you want to be in the future and then work towards that person. And that has definitely, that has slowed me down so much. I remember when I was younger, I had like one or two boyfriends that like we would meet a week later, we would be together. I was with these two different guys for like three years each. So much of my life was gone on based off of one week of meeting them and it's not that I, I don't regret any of that like you know it made me into the person that I am but at the same time it's just like now I'm just like I am so slow I've been talking to this one guy for almost a year I'm not ready like I'm just not ready I I can't I can't move that fast anymore like I don't have as much time to spend now I'm looking at different factors like well how's your relationship with your family if it wasn't a good relationship have you worked through those demons or are you still holding on to it you know we oftentimes go through this trauma in our past that creates these habits in our lives and then we don't realize we think oh I, I've always been this way but you don't realize that the person that you are is built off your past so have you dealt with your past to say like I'm, I attract this type of man because my dad was this way or I attracted this type of man because I always yearn for this kind of attention like that all of that plays a role and when you start thinking about it and you think about somebody you want to live with you want to marry spend your life with have kids that junk get deep you almost be scared to be in a relationship like yeah. oh i'm not ready for this at all yeah. i've been there done that wrote the book that's i always say i was in a relationship before your relationship um we lived together and things moved so fast and um we ended up we broke up uh we we're on and off as friends, but not like actually dating each other for about mm, two years. Yeah, because I moved over here about two, two or three years. Um, but also in between that time, I was kind of having a situation with somebody else, and um, that whole situation. Honestly, I felt like that situation was what kind of motivated the breakup with me and my um, ex that I was with for four years. So that is probably one thing I regret about my breakup with my ex uh but we're on good terms my ex and i are the other guy he's probably friends with me i don't talk to him oh well fuck him um <laughs> and he's my neighbor so who cares if oh he hears the show, yeah honey, honey, hey neighbor i know right <laughs> i had to sip my uh my wine okay. on that one i'll pour you a little bit more oh, on that you. one thank girl. you so much Just... thank you so much Take a shot. Yes. Me. Yes. I whoa, probably should have got whoa. tequila. Girl. <laughs> we should have went dark for it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, because I normally I try to keep it cute for the podcast, but next time, definitely going dark. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so um, you know that's uh some really good information. I'm glad that you're able to share your experience because not a lot of people um take the time out to really think about themselves as far as dating. And it's not even just women, like I think it's important for men to also take that time out um, and figure out the things that they like about themselves. Uh, but most importantly, there are some men that just need to learn how to take care of themselves in general. Yeah. And I think the older we get, like we're, we're about, you know, we're hitting 30, 30, yeah. whatever. So our mindset is a little bit different. And I feel like with men, it's not that they're not mature, but they just kind of 
they take a little bit longer to like realize certain things. I don't think they're trained to yeah. nurture like yes. girls are, yeah. and therefore they can't nurture themselves. Not all men, so don't get me wrong, guys. I just I don't think that some people are training their sons to be able to take care of themselves and nurture themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think a lot of people are trained to take care or nurture themselves at all. Yeah. Uh, Even yeah. like something as simple as just uh, getting a physical year. Girl. Uh, like, I was so irritated when I think it was a couple of guys that I've kicked it with. And I just asked my yo, like, when's the last time you went to the doctor? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, like, mm-hmm. two years ago. Why? Why? Are you sexually active? Right. You, you out here getting the poos why? So I feel like if anything, uh, especially for me, I take so much pride in my vagina. Like I, I have such an amazing relationship with my OBGYN. I, I can literally like, you know, text her like, yo, you know, hey, can you, you know, take care of this for me or do that for me or whatever. Um, and I don't know if it's just because we're women, but I think it is so important to, um, align your temple and and simple shit like that whether it's like i said drinking your water um hygiene like just little shit and you don't think that that some people don't think that that shit is important there are some men that um think that it's metrosexual to get manis and petties or get facials and stuff and it's like that doesn't make you any less of a man because you decide to take care of yourself there's nothing wrong with that my big thing is um, I have, like, this uber fascination with, like, uh, cover and, like, duvet sets for my bed. Mm. And I like the 10-piece with the throw mm-hmm. and the three decorative pillows. Mm-hmm. And then that part, that one is the one that catches me off guard. It's just something as simple as buying yourself, like, nice sheets. Like, you spend so much time sleeping, but you don't even think about the ultimate comfort mm. of yourself. Like, we're, my favorite place in my house is my bed. Like, that's where I want to be at all times. I'm doing work. I want to do it in my bed. I can't because I go to sleep. But that stuff, yeah, I totally get you. Like, people don't think about the simple covers of life that just, like, really set things up. Just spend a little bit more money and go get those softer towels. Oh, you my know? gosh. Please. It's, it's get you some matching it. motherfucking towels. It's I'm, worth it. I promise it's worth it. I'm so tired of going to a man's house and him having these. <laughs> Raggedy ass towels. Where they like kind of got holes in the middle. Got holes, rags. Listen, I got a couple of those. For sure, for sure, got a couple of them. But I also have my matching sets that are Mm -hmm. really nice too. So, you know, Mm -hmm. balance, guys. Let's Mm -hmm. just balance ourselves. Yes, we have to. And and I I have peeped Hellman with um, comforter sets that I know they didn't have since college. And I'm like, come on now. You, you can spend that $70 on a good seven-piece set and not, you know, you don't have to necessarily get all the pillows, but just investing, like, even investing in your sleep, like, your self-care, that is so important. And I am the exact same way. I spent about two grand on my bed because I knew, I'm like, when I come home, especially after working as much as I do, traveling as much as I do, um, living, you know, in a suitcase and jumping from hotel to hotel, when I come home, I want my apartments to feel like I'm still having that experience. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I get it. I really yep. do. <laughs> yep. But um, how does that translate? I'm going to round this back out because we didn't right. got into self-care. So we're going to round it back out and go back to dating for dummies yes. or dummies that's dating rather because mm-hmm. that's still how I feel. Um, so we discussed um, dating with purpose mm-hmm. and figuring out those things. And uh, we can also discuss just decide whether if you don't want to date for purpose, I 
think that that's perfectly fine. I don't think that every date needs to be a I'm looking for my husband date, especially when you are younger. Like when you're in your early 20s and you still trying to figure out your life, it's okay for you to date with purpose, but if you decide that you're not in a place where you really want to date for purpose, I don't think that you necessarily have to be alone. I think that you should be honest with people. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And still have boundaries set aside that say, you know, I, although I am, I'm dating, I'm enjoying people's company, I don't want this, this, and this, or I'd like this, this, and this. But how do you feel? You think it's okay to date people, even though you're not necessarily looking for anything serious at the moment? You just really want some companionship? You know, I'm so glad you said that honesty and boundaries are something that a lot of people lack. <laughs> um, again, I'm not male bashing, but men, I've probably mentioned this before <clears throat> on my podcast, and I'm going to mention it again. Um, there is nothing wrong with dating just because, you know, you feel lonely. You just mm -hmm. want some companionship. Women, same thing. But you have to be honest about your intentions. Mm -hmm. If you are not ready for a relationship, just state, you know what? I just want to enjoy this moment. And it's I'm not looking for anything serious uh, right now at the moment. So I don't want to waste your time or anything. Yeah. Like, you know, you know, up front. But I think the lack of communication amongst men and women also plays to effect as far as um, dummies that are dating. Like, we as adults need to learn how to communicate better. Absolutely. And, and I really don't think, I'm sorry, men are not effective communicators. They're just not. And I, <laughs> I don't want to bash on them. And I'm not I want to say them. people are not effective yeah, communicators. Yeah, and I say people are not effective Because I met some homegirls. I do have homegirls where they are necessarily not effectively communicating. And I see it when me and them talk, and I'm mm -hmm. like, well, girl, that's not what you said. That's very true. Words mean things. Words do. And when you tell me something, I'm depending on you to know that this word means this. Mm -hmm. So don't tell me something different. That is true. Yeah, I know. I can agree with that. People in general yes. are not effective communicators. No. So uh, men and women, if you don't want your time wasted, just communicate what you want and what you don't want. Mm -hmm. And don't expect anything more or anything less. Amen. You won't get your feelings hurt because you guys have already established those boundaries in the beginning. Yes. So don't expect anything more. But... What I do want to talk about are the um, men and women, too, Yeah. that say, you know, y'all kicking and things are going well. Maybe y'all might have, you know, fucked or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, they disappear. The ghosters. The ghosters. Yes. I have been ghosted and I have been the ghoster. Mm. I've been on both ends of those. Mm. Yes. I think I've, I've ghosted one person. Just one. No, two. Sorry. Right, We've all through. done it, girl. Yeah. We've all just been like, I, this is a conversation I don't even want to have. Yeah. I'm just going to, you know, send you the voicemail all the time. I'm not going to say anything. And it's rude. It is. Yeah. You could at least say it. You can own your shit and be like, listen. It's not what I want. No, it's not really what I want. Yeah. No, I, um, I Ubered a guy. Okay. I, I Ubered it. Come on now. Yeah, I Ubered and ghost on him. Well, that's bad. Yeah, that's really bad. I mean, you did. I don't want to say. Well, you know what? Honestly, I think I did it out of spite. Just because. I was it like vengeful? It, it was. It was revenge. Sex. It was against him or somebody else. No, against him. Oh, okay. Like yeah, I'm about to blow your back out, knock that body to the back, and then of. I'm gonna call an Uber on for you, and then never talk to you. Again. Oh, I don't even think. I don't know. Is that? Cause that was revenge. You had intentions with that. I did. You, I did. Well, 
Cheers. I'm not mad. I'm, I'm not mad. mad. <laughs> I'm really not mad. I don't have no judgment. Yeah, I, um, it wasn't, I didn't expect it to play out the way it did, but it just played out so well. Yeah. I, like, I think I can go through with this. I think I can ghost this man. Now, I have been ghosted a couple of times, um, but something I noticed about the men that decide to ghost me, yeah. they always pop back up like three months later. Like nothing ever happened. I'm just like, isn't that like the nature of the ghoster where they just kind of like float in and out? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm back. <laughs> What's up? And I'm right. just like, how the fuck are you even? Why do you have my number still? Like, I don't, I don't get it. So, I um, normally, like I said, when boundaries have already been established, mm-hmm. I want to consider it ghosting. Like, if you came with somebody, y'all, you know, fuck, and then y'all don't talk for like a month or so. Okay, I mean, I'm not pressed about it because we're not necessarily dating each other because we want to be with each other. We just need a companionship in that moment. But um there are some men that matter of fact it's one guy who I never even slept with and I was like, who I was attracted to him. Girl. Okay. Uh yeah. <laughs> okay. He, yeah, let's just say he was on my to-do list and I did not do that. <laughs> just the thing on the hit just, list. Just uh uh he was definitely on my hit list. Um but I did not follow through and we ran into each other mm, like two years ago, whatever. And he actually he's in a motorcycle club. I can't say who it is, but if he is listening, he'll know that I'm talking about him. I was about to say he knows. Yeah, he'll he know. Is. He'll know. He's he's gorgeous. But um I mean we were like cool for a minute. Things were like going well. We just kicked it, we talked, you know, we might have FaceTime every so often. Um I would go up to his uh motorcycle club or whatever, whatever they had events and stuff, and I mean he's an attractive man, but next thing I know he just kinda dipped off. He just dipped yeah. off. So, I don't know if he thought I might have flexed on him one night or whatever because he was supposed to come over after an event and I honestly, I fell asleep. I'm sorry. Like, no. I didn't hear my phone and I, I wasn't taking that invite seriously. No, I'm not even going to let you do that because mm-hmm. when somebody decides that they want to leave you alone, if they don't, like express to you what the issue is it's not up to you to figure it out Mm -hmm. and i'm just a firm believer in that like if you are not gonna bring your issue to me so that we can talk about it then you don't care enough that we actually have so i can only assume that i haven't done anything at all there's nothing wrong with self-reflection i want to make that very clear there's nothing wrong with self-reflection but when it comes to that type of situation i literally like don't try to figure it out i just be like if I offended you, I'm sorry, and I have no problem admitting it and, like, you know, but you have to bring an issue to me. You have to let me know, especially if I really don't know. So, yeah. we ain't even gonna get into it. Biker Club, man, just know she still think you fine. Still think you fine. And she would love to talk to you sometimes. I mean, you know, <laughs> when you get off that bullshit or whatever, because, um, honestly, it got to a point where when he did ghost, and I went back to the club, not to, like, confront him or nothing, I just started treating him like the niggas. I was just like, what up? He wanted a hug. I gave him some dab, and he was like, Damn, what? I'm just returning the energy. That's all. So, can we throw a rule right in the middle of that yes. and just say, dummies, that's dating. Learn how to take an L in silence yes. and with grace. Yes. We have all been in situations where we have ghosted or we have been ghosted. Mm-hmm. 
it's, it's something that happens, especially in this era where people are like doing a lot of casual sex. Mm -hmm. Okay, you need to understand how to take an L in grace and in silence. Yes. Like nobody needs to. You ain't gotta go and slash tires and nope. bust people and act funny or try to like you know tell all people's secrets and stuff. Just sometimes you can take your L in silence and keep it moving and just know how this person is. Yep. Take that lesson and keep it moving. Keep it moving. That is a very good rule. I um. I've taken a couple of L's in silence. Okay. The, I think the only L I was like, nah, bitch, you, you gonna pay. And I didn't necessarily, you know, act out on him or anything. It was just one of those moments where I'm like, I'm gonna flex on you with my success. Yeah. I need you to see me yes. doing me yes. and not giving a fuck about you yes. while you continue to lose your hairline. Oh. Because you, cause you fucking around with somebody you ain't got no business fucking Ooh. around with. That's what it comes down to. Ooh. So... I mean, that's what you like. Ooh. You know, I, I, I have no problem letting men think they're winning with somebody that they were losing with, so I'm going to let you keep losing. Yeah. While you lose your hair. Yeah. Like, I know. I've used to feel like that towards, like, two of my exes that I were with, that I was with for so long. And now, I just, I just don't care. Like, I just, I just feel like I just don't care. Like, I hope you happy. Yeah. I hope she does you good. I, I hope that you grow. I hope, you get I hope <laughs> that you guys like. I wish nothing for the best for none of y'all. Honestly, I don't care. I, hope I your think dick fall off. That's <laughs> part of. See, but that feeling right there, I think that that comes when people do you dirty while you dating. And that's yeah. That's that's where that feeling comes from. That's not like no regular regular situation. I think that that's when what happens when people do you dirty. But also. Can you honestly say that you didn't see any red flags mm. while you were? Because I would love to address the fact that sometimes we see red flags in people and we do not. And that's important whether you're dating for purpose or whether you're dating for fun. Mm -hmm. Did you see red flags of that type of behavior in him before, you know, that situation even popped mm -hmm. off to make you feel this way about him? You know what? I think because we were so young and there was like a moment. First off, we have, we have been friends for like a long time. Mm -hmm. And when shit actually went down, we were just I didn't like, think he would do me like that. Oh, especially this motherfucker. Not me. Not me. If you wouldn't do me like that. And you talk about the biggest L I had to take and, and literally take that shit with grace. With grace. That shit hurt when it, that shit hurt. Because like, I, I'm so close to this person where I can literally just go and just fuck him up if I wanted to. Yeah. And, yep. and I have to run into him. Yeah. Because he's my neighbor. Mm-hmm. But now I think I've gotten to a point where whatever he's doing is no longer affecting me because yep. I've got shit to do. Yeah. I've got a business to run. I'm still working a nine to five. I'm yep. trying to finish writing this damn book. My 30th birthday is coming up. Like, so the shit that you're doing is, it's a non-motherfucking factor to me now at this point. If that's what you're going to do, go ahead. I wish you the best. That's your decision. Mm -hmm. I have... No reason to keep watering your grass when my garden wasn't broken. No. You weren't putting any soil oh into my, my shit. So, I'm going to focus on watering my grass and growing my garden. You know what? That's one of my biggest problems, I think, that when I started dating when I was younger. That was one of my biggest problems is that I was constantly invested in these other people. Whether it was uh, mentally, uh, mentally rather, spiritually, emotionally, you know. 
very little financially because I've always been a bitch that's been a little stingy with her bread. Okay. But all those, but still that other stuff takes time, like emotional support, always being there for them, da 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 da. That I wasn't even taking the time to look at my own shit mm-hmm. and say, you know what I'm saying? Or it would be like, I'm a little bit better off than you. Mm-hmm. So I want to take time to help you catch up so we can do this together. You know, listen, it's nothing wrong with it. And if you find someone that's real and that's genuine and you know, like, you got to feel that kind of stuff in yourself. Yeah. Because if you don't, girl, you going to wake up, you going to be almost 30. You going to be like, like, what the fuck? Now you on speed mode with your shit. Cause you like, I ain't got time to sleep. I got to catch up. And that's exactly how I feel right now. Like it's almost to the point where I have to tell like a couple of my friends, like, listen, I am really busy. Mm-hmm. I will, you know, call you. Don't call me. Don't text me. Because I have a lot of shit going on right now that I need to finish. And it's nothing personal. It's just I am so focused right now. Yeah. And I feel like 30 is literally right around the corner. It's bouncing. And there's some goals I'm trying to knock out before my 30th birthday. So just give me a minute. You know, yeah. that type of thing. But um, it's there was a conversation I was having with my ex about... Uh, loving people and being in love and I think our definition of being in love is so misconstrued like to be in love with a person so what is your definition let's talk about it (laughs) so I think because when I am surrounded by love and it is felt genuinely and it is um, reciprocated on both ends that's being in love, like being in the midst of love, okay. versus just loving motherfuckers. We we love everybody. We do. Don't mean we in love with them. Don't mean we fuck with them like that. Like I I want to be in love with my family. I don't want to um okay. tolerate them. Yeah. You know? So yours is more like a broad spectrum yeah. of love. Yep. I got you. Not necessarily connected to like romantic love. Yeah. Just being, being in the love. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's me. But um, I'm still in <laughs> Real G. You know. Real G's, I'm still like Girl, no, I um I I would agree with you on the difference that there is a difference between loving someone and being in love, but I think that I'm still just putting my own spin on what I think love is mm-hmm. and what the difference is in that. I think possibly where I'm at right now, the difference between just loving somebody and being in love with them is a difference of your actions and what you're willing to invest in that situation. And I think that that's the difference for me right now versus whether I just love someone or whether I'm in love with you. Because whether I'm in love with you, I want that woman Jada type love. Like, I'm never like, we in this together type stuff. I'm never leaving you. So... I, I would agree with you. I'm there with you on that. Like, we see eye to eye. I I'm totally agree. I'm trying to be in love. Um, right now, at the moment, I don't... I'm not in love, per se, but like I said, I am enjoying the person that I am dating. And um, actually, to bring that up, so there was a video that I posted on Instagram, and everybody keeps asking me, who is this guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... He's not the guy that I'm dating. Just we just want to throw that out there. <laughs> so yes, I tricked all y'all motherfuckers. He is my friend. And now you're listening to the podcast. Yeah, and Good now job. you're listening to the podcast. No, he's my friend. His name is uh, Dominic. And you can actually follow him on Instagram. Uh, it's Dominic Davenport. He honestly, no, I can say he is like the love of my life because he's such a great person. He's a great person to be around. Um, but we are just genuinely friends. Like he is a great guy. Um, very handsome. And yes, he is single, but y'all can't have him because I don't share my friends. So he's still mine spiritually, but there's nothing. 
boundaries, okay? Girl. He loves me. We love each other. That's all that matters. Now, when I start prophesying on this thing on this here Sunday afternoon. Y'all for real. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to be ready for the thing. I know. <laughs> you ain't going to be ready for it. No, it's so bad because I'll post stuff on my page or he'll post stuff on his page and people really think we're together. He be telling me, yeah, that is my girl. Boy, stop telling me. <laughs> you know, they say that people that have been friends for a really long time make really good lovers. No, the opposite. It's the opposite. I'm going to tell you why. Because like I said, the motherfucker who was my neighbor, we were friends for a long motherfucking time. Yeah, but and I never thought he'd do me like we that. Talk, we talked about this. Did you see red flags that exhibited whatever behavior he did to you? Did you see it before? You know what? In the beginning, I really didn't. I think that's why I was attracted to him because he had taken so many L's in his relationships and I saw how it had great of a person you. he was. Uh-huh. So that's why I was like, damn. But man. in the beginning... Mm-hmm. But was it when you guys got into a relationship that you started to see red flags? Or you mean a situation? Yeah. Yes. Or okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was, and it was so crazy because I would literally see the color red, or I would have dreams, and in my dreams, people were telling me, "Don't fuck with him." I'd be really trying to tell you to get out of situations with people, and, and we, we don't listen. listen. And we don't listen. We do not be listening. No, sure. absolutely. Oh no. Pay attention to the signs. <laughs> yeah. Pay attention to the signs. Mm-mm. So that's that's my fault, but I think that's one of those you live and you learn situations. Yeah. And it sucks that I had to go through that. And then the amount of bullshit that came with that. Yeah. There was so much other bullshit that was tied into yeah. all of that. So I had just reached a point where I was like, you know what? I could go fuck you up right now. But I'm not going to do that. Brings me to another rule. Mm-hmm. Know when to hold and know when to fold. That's true. Know when to hold and know when to fold. Mm-hmm. Just because you have a lot of time and history with someone does not necessarily mean that that relation is meant to be mm-hmm. seen through to the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you miss him as a friend now? I do. Yeah, I can understand it sucks. that. Because yeah, you sucks. get... Oh my God, the emo- the amount of emotional attachment that we go through in our early years of life from dating around and not setting those boundaries where we're just emotionally attached to all these different people. You want to open up yourself to them. And I, it, shit, going through stuff, it made me realize, like, I understand why guys be the way that they are. Why they don't want to, you know, they be on some, nah, nigga, like, I'm good on that stuff. Like, I totally kind of feel not completely like a nigga in the mind right now, but almost like the male perspective where I'm just like... Yeah, you gonna have to put in some time. Yeah. Like, I'm not asking you to finance me or no nothing crazy, but you def- we gonna have to we gonna have to put in some time with this before, cause that whole letting your emotions out, being vulnerable with people, and then just to walk away. Like, how many people have you been with? Where you guys have been together for years, like been with each other's families, mm-hmm. like they seen kids and that's, being see, born in your problem. family, like, and you turn around and they like people that you used to know at this yeah. point. I ain't got it in me no more, big yeah, dog. I ain't got that in me no more. It's definitely one of those when friends turn into strangers type of thing. Now, now, I actually saw him on New Year's because <laughs> I had gotten so drunk and I knocked on his door. I was gonna close him out. Them drunk texts, girl, they were I didn't even trouble. See, now I fucked up because I didn't even call him. I didn't text him. I just popped up. I didn't give a fuck in that moment. I was so mad because of everything. Like I just sat there and thought about it, but we ended up having a good night me him and his um sister and cousins and friends and stuff because i had spent new years with them the year before mm-hmm. um but that was like the last time we actually talked and everything was you know good with us but it's that friendship that i'm like we'll never get that shit back mm-hmm. and that's only because he's still dating that girl 
And that girl, she she needs her ass beat too. And I'll tell you off the air. But yeah, she definitely get her ass beat. Oh no. Um, so yeah, so it's a lot tied into like that situation. And and that's probably the one situation I wish I wouldn't have followed through with because now we no longer have a solid mm-hmm. uh, friendship. And I was looking at some like pictures from people that I went to high school with. And it's like these four people that I was actually really cool with. And they've all formed uh, a kinship and they're already really close. And I'm just like, damn, like that's how me and, you know, what's name used to be. And we can't really be like that anymore because he's still dating that girl. And he doesn't get that. Is it because he's still dating her? That's the only reason? It's not. If he were dating anybody else, we would be good. It's that girl in particular. She She don't like the fact that y'all friends. No, she's done some shit. Some shit. And it affected my life. So, technically, I have rights to beat her ass. Mm. And because she's still in the picture, Mm. at this point, it's not up to me whether or not he wants to stay in communication with me. It's up to him. Mm -hmm. So, if he's not making so much of an effort, then why should I? Yeah. And that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's not making an effort. So, he's fucking up our friendship as a result. But if this is what he wants, if, if this is what makes him happy, if this is what helps you sleep at night, if this is what is going to continue to um, lose your hairline, then you go right here. You go for it. I, on the other hand, I am not going to pretend like I am happy for you. Because I'm not. I'm just not happy. I'm not happy with how... Let's talk about that. I feel like yeah. how y'all love. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Why are you I'm not, not happy for him. You're not happy for him because you're worried out of true friendship? Or is it because you don't want him to be with her because of the things that she's done that's affected you? It's both. Yeah. It's a little bit of both. It's all of them. It's all of it. It's okay. so much shit that has literally wrapped up into our friendship that has... But is it still you. affecting you today? I'm still talking about it. That's how I feel. Yeah. I feel like it's still affecting you. Not to understand the lingering hurt from losing that friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just one of those things. It's like when you like literally like almost got arrested with this person. I mean, we'd have been through hell and back. So that I think that's the part that sucks because it's like I can see we just had like a a general friendship, but I'm like, no, nigga, you was my roly. Yeah. Like if if I wasn't with you you were with me it was one of those like oh where's such and such that oh people gabby you know that type of thing or where's gabby oh she was with such and such like we were actually cool yeah i was supportive of we'll find later <laughs> i was supportive of his relationships he was supportive of my relationships like we were actually there for each other as friends so so i'm confused mm-hmm. how this went from a situationship to y'all not friends at all due to this girl it's a missing link that i'm not necessarily i gotta say y'all to you okay cool because i'm like it's something oh no it's something, it's something. she definitely did something and she deserves to get her ass beat but most importantly as a as a human and this goes into a um a date for dummies rule like know your worth if you know that somebody isn't good for you and you keep going back to that person because oh we straightened it out everything is good what does that say about yourself what does that say about how you feel about yourself yeah and if you know that somebody is doing some some harm or some bullshit to you and you keep embracing that shit like oh you know it never happened type of thing you a man doing that shit I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tag on to the know your worth thing 
my friend, me and my friend, we always talk about our therapy sessions with each other. Mm-hmm. And she was just talking to her therapist and her therapist challenged her to define what is self-worth. Mm-hmm. Like, you, she, I guess in their session, she was always talking about worth this, worth this, my worth, I feel like my worth, my value. And the therapist was just like, well, what is it? Mm-hmm. What is worth? And you know what? It really made me think that I don't know if I can really define my self-worth besides my own business. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tag on the rule that you say know your worth with get you some business. Mm-hmm. Because if you got some business to take care of, if you know you need to get your license back, if you know you need to get an apartment, if you know you need, you got some goals that you should be working on, I think that if you start focusing on the things that you need, you'll pay much less attention to those people that are not aiding you in getting to where you need to go, or at least can't be supportive of you in the least bit. I had to snap on that one. That is... That is so true. Yeah, get you some business. Mm -hmm. If you get you some business, you won't even have time. Nope. And then all of a sudden, once you get start knocking on those goals, you won't even be interested in the same caliber of people anymore. Now you like, I can't, I don't have time. Like, I can't believe I was even attracted to your ass. Yeah, it's like, I honestly, like, yeah, we used to have so much fun because I ain't had shit else to do. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have an ex where literally all me and him used to do this was back girl my younger years. My Jimmy John, Olga. Oh, oh we talking about that? Motherfucker. Girl. Oh, oh, no, not him. Not that? Okay. Not him, not him, not yes. him. But that was an interesting that time was, in my yeah, life. That was interesting. But me. no, somebody that came after him where all me and that nigga used to do was ride around smoking drinks. Ah, uh, yeah. That's it. We used to, I used to smoke so much weed. I was drinking all the time. Like, that's literally all I used to do. And I now I look back at that stuff and I'm 30. For almost 30, and I'm like, how much time did I waste where I could have been done with my master's, been done with my business plan, been moving towards this? Mm-hmm. I wasted so much time. Now that nigga could get me on the phone if he tried. That's like, it. yep. I and it's nothing against you. I it's wish just, you the best. Yeah, I literally you. don't care. Like all the stuff that you've done to me, I honestly forgive you. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I hope everything works out for you. Mm-hmm. But I got business to handle. Yeah, and I can't hold on to what we had because you ain't moving nowhere. That is the same person. And I fuck with that. And, and I can't do it. That's probably why I'm not as bitter as I was a year ago. And then a year before that. Because when you said get you some business, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Bills needed to get paid. Holes needed to get laid. <laughs> no, but uh, but okay. seriously, like shit needed to be done. And edges needed to be slayed. Seriously, edges needed to be slayed. Like there was so much shit that needed to be done and needed to be accomplished. And it was so little time. And I think... It took for me losing Gary to really realize that shit like yes. this man passed away. He had just turned 29. He passed away and he was in the midst of getting his shit together. Yeah. So to know that, you know, you think you have all the time in the world and in fact you don't. Oh, you feel your mortality. Right. You, you're so focused about what this person is doing, but you need to focus on the shit that you need to do. So exactly. when I, you know, now that I'm actually running my business and I'm doing everything else, you are absolutely right. You start to realize like, you know what? This person is not even in the same category as me because you're doing the exact same shit you were doing two or three years ago. Smoking, fucking, playing video games, sleeping in, like just nothing. And you not that it has, listen, There's not that we down it, it's yeah, nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with it. it but it's just that we, at some point, you realize that the partner that you're gonna need is not gonna be somebody who has time to waste. Right. 
Like, and I obviously you have time to wait. I, I don't have time to lay it with you all day. Nope. Because I got to do homework. Mm-hmm. And I got hours worth of homework. So I can lay up with you all day if I want to, but I'm going to be up until 4 o'clock in the morning doing homework. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to be tired for the next day of work and I'm not going to be quick with it. So it's like, yeah, you don't be attracted to those same scenarios. you like, I need somebody who can match me in this because sometimes I get tired and I need encouragement. Mm-hmm. And I'm not listening to no nigga that's sleeping until 12, 1 o'clock every day. Like, I can't listen to you encourage me or I can't listen to somebody who don't have no business that they handling. You can't encourage me. Basically. Because I'm like... Well, nigga, why don't you do it then? Right, exactly. Like, I can't have a motherfucker telling me how to make a million dollars if you ain't made a million dollars. Where's like, your I, million dollars? I'm sorry. I, I can't take that same advice from you. I and cannot. Yeah, the, the price is going up, definitely, this year. Um, Maybe so. if you try, but you fail, you can tell me what you did so I know what not to do. Yep. I'm willing to listen to that. Yep. I'm not beyond correction. Yep. I am willing to listen to that. But if you ain't never did nothing, please don't tell me about what your cousin's uh, husband's baby mama did. Because I don't want to talk to them. Put me in contact with that nigga. Mm-hmm. Let me let me talk to that nigga. And sometimes even your um inner circle is a reflection of how you date too. And and let me tell you because you knew there was somebody I had to dismiss out of my inner circle because they was it just wasn't it wasn't hitting it wasn't hitting well. So oh. She's straightening out her hair now. It's some, some tea. The important, it's not you know, tea, it's just the importance of the people that you hang around. Yep. I've had the same friends literally for years. Years I've been rocking with the same crew. And the only reason why I say the importance of people that you hang around is that I refuse to be around people that don't sharpen my iron. Mm-hmm. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. And if you fall off task in these ne- next couple of years, I can't rock with you. I've been blessed though because the friends that I have are literally we all in therapy together. Like yeah, niggas yeah. Was, was like, I'm going to therapy. Somebody from a different different perspective was like, yeah, bitch, I'm about to go to therapy. I'm like, yeah, I already knew I was going to therapy. I'm just trying to find a therapist. Like we literally are in different, you know, all these different spaces, different categories, and yet we're all moving in the same mind yeah. frame towards the same goals. Yeah. And they can tell me when I'm wrong. They can tell me when I'm right. They can tell me when I ain't looking good. They can tell me when I, you know, they gonna tell you ins and outs. That is so important. Is your inner circle being tight and solid beyond like, oh, we argue. I don't like you no more. Like, ain't none of that. Bitch, you gonna like me for the rest of my life. Communication. We gonna stay friends. Yeah, communication. And and a, a good circle knows how to communicate. And they don't throw shade or post, um indirect bullshit about a, a conversation that y'all had via social media. So that's why I had to remove somebody out of my inner circle because I'm like, this is our fifth or sixth go-round of not having effective communication. You did something to me and I communicated the fact that it hurt my feelings, I felt disrespected, like all of that. I communicated that shit with you. And instead, you literally went on social media and post how you felt, and you did it indirectly. So that lets me know you cannot be in my circle. Can we just talk about how childish that is and how I would it's more so pity you? Yeah. I would more so pity you, because I'm like, damn, cuz, mm-hmm. you not even, nope. people claim that they bosses all the time, but you're not even bossy enough to come and tell me when you feel a type of Like, bitch, you know where I live at. <laughs> I feel like if it's not directed, it ain't, it ain't respected in my book. If okay. you can't come tell me, 
that I ain't assuming shit about what the fuck you post. Yeah. You'll be in there cackling to yourself about some shit you okay. did. Okay. Because I won't be, I'm not giving it the time of day. I don't have time to figure out And that's what happened. I easily, like the first time she made a post, I didn't think about it. And then like the second or third time, she started making more posts. I'm like, oh, she really talking about me. Okay. Noted. Didn't address it. Didn't call her. I was like, nope. noted. I'm not even mad. I'm not even nope. surprised. No. Because this is how you are. This is how you are. I've watched you okay. be that to other people. Yep. So why wouldn't you do that to me? Exactly. So. Oh, well. It's okay. It is totally fine. I wish you the best. I'm not. I wasn't even mad. I wasn't hurt. I wasn't nothing. I was just like. Okay. Cool. Go right ahead. It's, it's all right. I I wish you the best. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to change. Especially not with the, the elevation that I'm trying to. Handle in my life the shit that I want to do, the places that I want to go, like the people that I need to surround myself with. Like I probably honestly have what maybe a good three or four people that like yep. I said, like I've been knowing for about twenty years, but they sharpen my iron. Yep. They That's let it. me know when I am. That's all up. you need to do. <laughs> okay. That's all you need, honestly. And we hold each other accountable, and there's nothing wrong with that. And and it's and it's hard to say that you can literally say, oh, I've been rocking with this person for you know twenty extra years, but for whatever reason, we still push each other, we still elevate each other. And I'm so glad that you mentioned um, seeing a therapist. So I've never been against therapy, but I think there's something in me that um, is afraid to open up to people that don't know me. Yeah. So, but that is, I feel like that's really important when you are in that process of dating yourself like you're really trying to figure yourself out and um i am i am now as of this week i am going to make an appointment with a therapist and actually talk to somebody yeah but um i think it's helpful it's very helpful and it was so refreshing because there were some people that i talked to um not saying i would have never expected them to go to therapy but like i have a friend a good friend and um he was telling me you know he's been seeing a therapist for past month or so and I was just I think I was so shocked not to say that oh but you have it all together type of thing it's like yeah. no it's just I just would have never expected him to say like no I've been seeing the therapist too so I think I felt like that was um it was motivating for me to say like you know what Gabriel like you can literally think that somebody has it all together and they don't and it's yeah. okay it's nothing and they literally be just be picking up the pieces yeah and you don't have to have it all together like, no you, you do not have to have it all together you so, do not have to be perfect so yeah, I'm a, we all came from trauma. Yeah, that's just how I feel. I feel like all of us came from trauma, and some of those habits or characteristics that you picked up can make you better. It can, you know, show out in different ways that deal with a lot of addictions and you know coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. I decided personally, and I didn't really want to go into like personal personal things with myself, but I decided personally that I would go see a therapist because I cope with stress, mm-hmm. and I tend to cope with stress stress with like sex or with alcohol or back in the day I used to cope with weed and that was one of then that's where I was at and I was just like this is how I'm coping with stress that's not healthy and I'm only interested in being my healthiest version of myself and that's basically it so I'm like I need to go to a therapist because I need tools to like help me deal with my stress or better manage my time or talk about the childhood traumas that I have that makes me go strictly to coping mechanisms where it's like all right, I've had a very long week. Let me just go ahead and do this kind of tequila, you know, go to sleep. We're going to wake up and start this shit all over again. As opposed to just me being open and vulnerable and just being like, oh, child, it's been a hard week. Like, I don't know. I feel like there are better better self-care things that I could be doing. 
like exercising more often. But who the hell wanna go to work, come home from work to do more work mm-hmm. just to get on the treadmill so and do more fucking work? Okay. God dang it! Mm-hmm. Like fuck, how much am I gonna? How much can you work in a day? I mean, my walk with God, you know, I, I think that's exercise within itself. You know, me walking with God. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, but you are you're absolutely right, and that's um vulnerability, being vulnerable in dating. Like, girl, I feel like when you're dating with person, when you're dating with purpose, it's okay to be vulnerable. Ooh, when you're just lady. dating for like companionship, I don't know. I I put up a wall. I definitely put up a wall. Mm-hmm. I think that you need to know yourself. Mm-hmm. If you are one of those people that equates sex to love, I don't think that you need to be dated for fun. Nope. Because you're going to be attached to everybody that you have sex with. Mm-hmm. Or you can date for fun, but just don't be sleeping around. That's really what I meant to say. Yeah. You can date for fun, just don't be sleeping around because yeah. that ain't going to work. Nope. But being vulnerable... Well, people, do you think that I've been kind of going back and forth with myself where do I not want to be vulnerable with people that I date because I'm scared to be vulnerable or am I not being vulnerable because I haven't fully accepted myself to be able to tell my truth? Because you know how you when you've been through stuff? You can say like, oh, when I was a kid, I went through this, this, and this. But because that thing doesn't bother you and you triumph it, you can explain it, you can say it, Mm -hmm. you can share your testimony, and you can move on, and it doesn't really matter. So I'm kind of in between, like, which one of them is my fear of vulnerability? You know what I'm saying? Because you can't hurt me with the truth if I've already accepted it. That's true. That's very true. You know what's so funny? I think I'm more vulnerable on my podcast than I am in my dating life. That makes sense. Yeah, like it's, it's a faceless person. Yeah, yeah, I can literally like say whatever I need to say and get that shit off my chest. Not as a means for people to feel sorry for me, but as a means of like you know celebrating my. Oh, go my, ahead and crack this up. girl. That's why I bought them. So sorry, that's why I bought them. I, I said we gonna need two. Um, yes, I definitely bought two bottles of Riesling because I knew we would need two bottles. So yeah, I, I that was something I definitely noticed. Um, and yeah, I'm just not as vulnerable. In my dating life, and then that made me think, like, okay, well, like you said, is it a me thing, or yeah, you know, being ashamed of my past, or yeah, what is it, or feeling like you let somebody else know your past and they're gonna use it to hurt you? Mm-hmm. But how can how can somebody use things that you are solid in to hurt you? You can't hurt me by saying I did this, this, and this. I know, I told you. Right. You know what I'm saying? What's it gonna hurt for you to tell? I don't give I don't give a fuck. Like if you solid in it and you don't care. So now I'm just kind of like challenging myself. Like, why are you so uncomfortable being vulnerable? Have you addressed? Are you completely okay with your past? Have you got to that point where you've evolved and said, Yeah, this is what I've been through. I live my life in the open. Like this is what it is. Damn. Okay, I guess we're going to think about that because I was trying to figure it out and I was asking. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't really know yet. That's that's, some, that's something to really uh, think about. So, what I'm going to do is end it here because we've actually reached our hour mark. That was quick. It happens. It that happens was like so that. Quick. Yes, it is, it is so good um, recording shows like this because... The best thing about my show is that it is literally just us sitting here on the couch having a conversation, drinking wine, and 
just diving into some shit that we don't normally talk about on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And um, anybody that you know, I invite on my show, I just I want them to feel as comfortable as possible because that's the type that's the type of environment I I want people to feel when they're around me is mm-hmm. comfort, especially. Um, after everything that has happened over the past couple of years with me in my life, I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to be sad and I don't want to talk about sad shit. Or if I, if I'm talking about sad shit, then I want to be able to talk about it from a way of acknowledging it, accepting mm-hmm. it and celebrating it. Mm-hmm. So again, like, thank you so much for coming on to the show. This was a lot of fun to talk about and I'm definitely going to do a part three. I might actually have more people come on for the part three. I think that would be really good to get both sides. Yeah, get That'd both be sides. Fun. Yeah, it's because it. I think the male and female perspective, um, not necessarily the battle of the sexes or anything, but just getting both the male and female perspective. Like yeah. I had my friend The Essence, you know, give his perspective on dating. So I got the male's point of view and then I got your point of view, the female's point of view. So We talked about life in general. This wasn't even like dummies that's dating. This was just... But that's Let's what, talk about life. Yeah, but that's what goes into dating. Like, before you can, like, effectively date somebody, you gotta get your own shit in You order. have to have your own shit. You gotta get your own shit in order or else you can't date with purpose. Even if you're just no. dating for companionship. Like, you no. don't know what to fucking do. And dating like, for fun ain't gonna be fun for you because you're gonna be, be attached. Fun. Yep. All the so, time. So, I guess the only rule that we really have is get you some business. Get you some business. Get you some business and go to therapy. Please. That's literally all we that's have. It. Like, and get you some business. And go to therapy. There's nothing wrong with it. It is it is acceptable. <laughs> it is nothing wrong with actually being open and vulnerable and talking to somebody about uh, past trauma and shit that you've experienced that you probably need to tell somebody else and not the motherfucker that you fucking. Yeah. That's not therapy. Oh, no. Um, let's just throw it out there. Men and women, your vagina is not a healing center. Oh, my God. So stop doing that shit. Um, you, you got to stop. I am... I have been guilty in my younger years, and you, you just got to be careful. You have to be careful. Do not use your vagina as a healing center. It doesn't work. And men, stop dumping your shit into these into the vaginas. <laughs> and women, stop and expecting women men stop expecting to, to fix your, your problems, your daddy problems, or your mama problems. Like You got to get real with yourself. Some people are down to help you, yeah. but a lot of people got their own shit. They just, they don't have the don't space have for yours. And it's nothing personal. It's just... It's not. Just, hey, that's just how it is. So, don't don't use sex as a healing tool. Don't. If that, if that is your way of healing, don't do it. Drag me, sis. Yes, please don't. <laughs> we, I mean, sometimes we... It, Drag it helps, me. But, but yes, uh, definitely using other tools as, like, self medication is not always the it's not never do that yes yeah, in your bad space so so okay so yes um if you guys want to send some questions or give us a shout out um let us know how the show is going you can hit me up on instagram or twitter or you can even like us on facebook at g marie taught me that's g m a r i e T-A-U-G-H-C. Um, and if you just, you know, have some stuff that you want to let me know, you can either DM me or you can send me an email at booking at gmariemedia.com. And where can we find all of your social media handles? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I am on um, Instagram at circa period 1989 underscore. Uh, and then if you want to find me on Twitter, actually my... Um, 
handler is Erin Green, which is A-R-R-Y-N Green, just like the color. And you'll see it says your fave cousin. So that's me just out here. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I know it was like super sporadic. It was like, hey, I want to come on the show. And I'm like, we'll bring you I ahead. had so much fun. Yes. I did. I had so much yes. fun. It's always good talking to you because we, we don't get to see each other as much when we catch up. No. We really catch up. Amen. And it's always good energy and um, for those that don't know, we used to actually work together at Jimmy John, so that's how we and met. And we were not friends. This we weren't friends. girl. Oh my god, We were not friends. And the only reason why we weren't friends because we dated the same guy. We, it, girl. That's the only reason why we were the, not friends. We dated the same guy. I dated the guy. I didn't even know she was dating the guy, number mm -hmm. one. And then I started dating the guy. Mm -hmm. And we just wasn't fucking with each other. It was just like, not even like super beefed out, but just like, I don't fuck with her like strength, that. Right, yeah, it was just off the strength. And now, it's not even that deep. And know? we don't even know the guy no more. Don't even know that nigga. Just somebody Where is that it? we used to know. Right. See, so that's, that's growth. Okay. <laughs> if women can come together despite past and all other bulls. Okay. That, that definitely shows maturity and okay. it shows growth. Come and I am now. just so happy that we can come together and we can really, um, you know, be genuine with each other. And not, and it's no fake energy. Yes, thank like, you. You, thank you know you. what's coming from me. I know what's coming from you. And, and that's how it should be. And, and women, we got to take note. Men as well. It, it don't matter what you've been through with a person, what you know, what what past it is. If they haven't done any type of physical harm to you or your family or your money, why are you on the bridge? I just feel like you need to learn how to give people room to grow. Yep. People make mistakes. Yep. A lot of the bridges that we hold are from when we were kids. Mm -hmm. And I just, I believe in when I see a person now, whether I liked you or not that in the past, I'm going to pretend like that shit never happened unless yep. it was like seriously devious. Yep. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to be cordial, but I'm, I know to stay away from you. Yep. But if it was just like some regular in the mix kind of thing, I'm going to give you room to grow because chances are you are not the same person as yes, you were because yep. I am not either. Yep. And I would not like you to hold me. Thank God don't nobody hold me to who the fuck I used to be, okay? Because baby girl is just a, a old mess trying to get her stuff together. That's all it is. That's it. it. It be internal shit. It don't always be anything personal. So, but yes, thank you for real for coming on the show. I would definitely love to have you again as a guest. Um, always good energy and we will kick with y'all soon. Talk to you later. Hey. Bye.